nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? This week on Nerdables, we are talking Comic-Con showing who's boss, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 postponed indefinitely, more Star Wars casting, and some leaked pictures get the fans speculating of what planet's what, Big Bang Theory is ending, and Danny Boyle leaves Bond. I'm R.A. Welcome, Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Hey. So, first we should say our condolences to both. Uh, the families of Robin Leach and, as of today, John Kane. Um, very sad. I mean, we don't usually talk politics on here unless we... Well, we're going to include those. By ac- we should actually include Russ Heath, who had something well, to do with comic books. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why we're saying anything about Robin Leach. I, honestly, I didn't realize... Champagne wishes and caviar No, you're going to do it. I can't even do it anymore. I used to be able to used do it. used to be able to. I mean, I everybody, was... everybody could do that, guy, that guy's voice for a while. This, the, the strange thing with that was he was 76. I thought he was 76 when he did the show. Yeah. <laughs> 25 years ago. I thought he was 105. I didn't realize he was still alive. Like, Robert yeah. Leach died today. He's well, still alive? That's the first thing I said. I was like, he's still alive? I thought he died like 10 years he ago. He had like a, a stroke last year, and then he's just been in poor health ever since then. And he's just kind of declined. I'm surprised how young he was. I thought he was older than 76. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. too. He was 76 in that show. John McCain was Robert just, Leach. you know, found out what, two Robert days ago he was going to stop treatment. Well, he, oh, knew, he, said, he knew he was going to die. He's been on well, it yeah. for a year. Well, so. He's 81. His doctor told him he's not getting any better. Yeah. And right. all he's doing is prolonging his... Basically, his torture, his yeah. pain. Well, they say so, once you get that type of brain can- cancer, you have 14 months to live. Yeah. And he was, was at 13 months. Well, even that that is, it was so aggressive that he said that, you know, it's just not worth it anymore, I guess, to, for the treatment. You know, you'd rather just well, stop they, doing it. They said uh, last Friday or something he had a seizure from it. Mm-hmm. And that was when he decided, I can't do this anymore. This is just you know, too yeah, much. I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah. yeah. So if you turn in for nerd talk, <laughs> so far we've talked about people dying of brain cancer and a 76-year-old man who doesn't even know what a comic book is. I didn't say anything about Russ Heath dying. What did Russ Heath die? Cancer. It was cancer. Yeah. He's been battling cancer for a year. Wow. Everybody dies of cancer. Seems like it. Cancer's just, you know, the new... Not McSkillet. <laughs> McSkillet decided to kill himself by killing two other people by driving at 100 miles an hour oh, in a $100,000 yeah. car. Well, apparently he also... Was it on the freeway or was yeah. it? Yeah, it was I eight, thought it was, it was like, like downtown it was in San Diego. It was on the 805. It was on the 805. Because he also dro- uh, went by a uh, elementary school and threw something into the uh, grounds or something. Yeah, probably his penis. Probably uh, drugs while probably. he's getting onto the freeway. So what was he in? Like uh, a McLaren or something? Yeah, it was McLaren. Yeah. McSkillet. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't going to really include him today because. Well, no. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm we said, hey, you said anybody, answer, period. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's such relevant news that, you know, it's such prominent news, too. That's, for I mean, a comic book co- podcast. <laughs> yeah. For sense. pop culture. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, anyways, Comic-Con. We were talking about San Diego just a second ago. Comic-Con was in a lawsuit battle with, uh, um, I almost said St. Louis, uh, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, City Comic-Con. Well, it might as well be St. Louis because they're actually basically suing over the name yeah but a judge ruled that san diego comic-con can have the rights to or the patent rights to the name not patent rights but um copyright what is it patent no what's the copyright what's the other one trademark trademark 
for Comic-Con. Which is going to be really weird because there's New York Comic-Con. You know, which goes by the name New York Comic-Con. Same, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like Salt Lake City was just saying, "Oh, we're Comic-Con." Mm. You know, it was always Salt Lake City Comic-Con. Well, the, the way to get around it is to call it a comic convention because what ends up happening yeah. with it is a series of orders issued by Thursday, the judge's last name was Battaglia, not only uphold the jury's verdict or issued an injunction against Salt Lake using the name Comic-Con, ordered the defendants to pay almost $4 million in attorney's fees and costs. A uh, decision comes a week before Salt Lake Convention is about to get underway. Thanks to the court case, that show has already been rebranded as the Fan X Salt Lake Comic Convention. Wow, that's not and a mouthful. injunction is enjoined Salt Lake from Comic-Con and Comic-Con or any fanatic equivalents, including using a K instead of a C. Additionally, Far and Brandenburg can't operate any social media site that incorporates the trademark, nor can they even advertise how the festival they run was formerly known as Salt Lake Comic-Con. Uh, it, the judge ruled that it would go too far to prevent the phase comic convention won't require defendants to destroy all of their already made merchandise and marketing materials bearing banded phrases San Diego has asserted claims against others who operate comic cons around the nation and most of those cases were put on hold for this one San Diego versus Salt Lake essentially being a test case uh, San Diego scores a huge coup in order and granting that much of the attorney's fees cost uh, we really think that St. Saint, Saint, I almost said St. Louis too. Salt Lake Comic Con has four million dollars to pay them. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, <laughs> everyone who's going to Salt Lake next week. Uh, so under our new pricing pan, plan, your <laughs> tickets are seven thousand dollars. No. <laughs> so what do you think this is going to be for New York? Then I mean, I, they, they just, you just it said to comic that convention. Yeah, they just go NYCC. Comic, they can't. They can still say CC. Yeah, they, it's comic convention. They just yeah. You can't. You can't advertise it. As, you can't have marketing that says New right. York Comic Con. So if New, let's say New York you can't Com- have Comic Con. Yeah, let's say New it's York's that. website official website is newyorkcomiccon.org. Right. It can't be anymore. It has to be newyorkcomicconvention.org. This has to be saltlakecityconvention.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, the initial ruling was that the Salt Lake couldn't use the trademark, and they owed them they owed San Diego like twenty thousand dollars, and that was the one that. Salt Lake went back and said, we want a retrial for that. And now it's even worse. They own $4 million. $4 million. <laughs> you think that'll shut San, uh, uh, Salt Lake down? No. No, which will be interesting because all these guys are like, well, we don't make a lot of money for conventions, which is going to be a bold-faced lie when they say, yeah, but we have $4 million to play San Diego. And you're like, we just paid San Diego $4 million and tickets are still going to be $600 for a five-day pass because wasn't, or whatever it's going to be. Like, <laughs> wasn't Salt Lake becoming We're a like- non-profit. Wasn't it becoming like the fourth largest? It is the fourth largest. Because you had you had San Diego. It's San Diego, New York, New York Toronto, Fan Expo, and Salt Lake. Where then where is uh Chicago? Chicago's like fifth or sixth. Is it? Oh yeah. No, C two E two is nowhere near the size of those four. Salt Lake was the fastest growing, it became the fourth. Toronto Expo was three. Because I remember last year they had over a hundred thousand, which was they the first keep time. Saying they have over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Well again. San Diego also has a problem with the way NYCC counts its tickets. That's true. Because NYCC says they have actually more pe- more bodies in the Javits Center than they do in San Diego, and that's simply just not true. Yeah. You just stand there and physically count them. One, two, three, four. <laughs> 100 million. <laughs> one, um, two, three, 100 million. Okay. <laughs> Does that almost make San Diego feel like a, or seem like a bully now? Well, that's what everyone says when this started. Because it's it's... Trademark things are always these these weird sort of when it's something like this where San Diego Comic Con has made a name for itself. It's like Band Aid. If Band Aid were to sue every other company in the world that makes adhesive bandages, right? 
no matter what it is, whether it's Next Care or it's it's I, Johnson and Johnson or whatever, or clean everybody egg, calls yeah. them Band Aid. Yeah, and Kleenex is, is the same. Yeah, thing. Yeah, Johnson Johnson is Band Aid. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of another We're company. Ourselves. But Band Aid doesn't sue them because they can't put Band Aid on it. Next Care can't come out and like Next Hair Next Care adhesive Band Aid. Well, you can't do that because right. Band Aid's a, a trademark, and yet we we call them Band Aids no matter what they are. Um, how many people go to Wendy's or Carl's Jr. and still call them McNuggets because right. Carl's, uh, McDonald's was first. Stupid people. Well, it's, it's, but the, stupid it's people. <laughs> the case of the brand becoming the item. Where right. It's like in this Kleenex. case, though, yeah. in this case, other places are branding themselves as a Comic Con. Right. San Diego Comic Con isn't even the official name. No. It isn't even the official name of the company. The company is Comic Con, Comic Con International. Yes. And that's where I think they get their idea that we can we're the only ones that can be comic-con because san diego is listed as is san diego comic convention presented by but it wasn't but International. it wasn't from what i thought it was i didn't think it was cci that was the plaintiff in this i thought it was actually san diego it was Not san diego comic-con that well was. that's what cci is cci runs three runs three conventions well, they're two all now, the same they, they dropped uh ape, ape. oh is ape, is ape not there yeah ape's gone now there? Um, we don't want to do something with alternative. That's stupid. We need the Bob's Burgers booth here. Um, but it's no, it's 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 all the same thing. I mean, basically, I, what what it is is what it feels like to me is all the media is calling it San Diego Comic Con, but it's CCI. Right. It's not a division. It's not a division within CCI. CCI runs both WonderCon right, and right. San Diego. It's the same people that run. It's just like yeah. re, it's just like Repop or Repop presents Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Repop presents yeah. Wizard World. Wizard Comic-Con. World has a 86 yeah. different you know conventions that they run. Wizard World is the parent company. That isn't like there isn't a company called Wizard World Philadelphia and Wizard World Chicago and Wizard World Austin and Wizard right. World you know Podunk Idaho or whatever they want to play. Is it Pop? That, or no, it's Pop. It's, it's Pop. Reed Pop's Pop. Reed's Pop because they did New York and don't they and do C two E two and Emerald City? Yeah. Yeah, Emerald City's really big too. So in, in the case of these types of things, it's the odd part here and why it looks like a bully is no one's going to mistake, obviously, Salt Lake City Comic Con for San Diego. Yeah. Right. Because the, the thing with almost all of these conventions is where it's at is part of the name. Right. Yeah. Emerald City might be the only one that you could ostensibly say could be somewhere else, but Emerald City is the nickname for Seattle. You know, it's like doing the Big Apple Con right. in yeah. New York. Like, where else are you really going to put it? Chicago? Des Moines? Well, that'd um, be the Windy City Con. Yeah, not I mean, not the there probably is a Windy City. Washington's con. known for their apples, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that type of thing, it, it just <laughs> it's it is a kind of a bully thing. You you understand it in the terms of you might understand it in the terms of when people use the phrase when they're looking for the phrase Comic Con. Right now, Salt Lake City probably comes up first because the convention's next week. Right. If you just put in Comic Con, it may come up with salt lake city comic con and for someone not in the know they're thinking oh that's the comic con everyone talks about Good, yeah. that's that i mean that, it, that's what you're going mean, to argue that, that's is, is that or is that realistic but well, again we have to think outside of the terms of people that have gone to comic con for nearly 10 years right or more than 10 years like we obviously know the difference between san diego and salt lake city but first timer may not let's put in comic con yeah, I mean, it's still going to be what I'm saying. I'm, no, I'm doing I, the, I the this, this is the lawyer argument. Yeah, I know. The lawyer argument is if you put in Comic-Con, it should only come up with San Diego Comic-Con, and it's not. It's funny. Is, you know what's the third one that comes up is Long Beach. 
Yeah, because Long Beach is listed as Long Beach Comic Con. The first three, the first three listings are Comic Con International, Comic Con, and take, then it's Long Beach. I think it also takes into effect of your location, anyway. Yeah, if, if, if your location, in Utah, your time, Salt Lake would probably well, come up. And the way Google does it does. I mean, they they have their analytics that you know. Well, if you have the word Comic Con so many times in your in your listings, well, that too. If you haven't cleaned out, and that's what they're or, that's what this cash, whole thing is, right? It's you can't use Comic Con in your listings for Salt Lake or Long Beach or New York or Texas or whatever, because you shouldn't be on our search anyway. We own the name Comic Con. Right. That's what they're trying to. If they've if they've officially trademarked that name, then it's an official trademark of that name. Now, do they deserve to trademark that name? That's different. Remember, Paris Hilton tried to trademark "That's Hot." Yeah. yeah. Anyone it's different who's, than Taylor Swift. Will or yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift is the same thing. Taylor Swift has done it so many times. I'm trademarking the word ponies. <laughs> no one else Horses. is allowed to say ponies without paying me money. But it's Horses. about the art. I'm an artist, but no one's allowed to have stuff my stuff for free. I have to pay for it because I need to get paid. So Guardians of the Galaxy three is postponed indefinitely. <laughs> we kind of knew this was coming, especially since. Filming was supposed to begin January or February, mm. so you know, and they didn't even have the script. Well, it was a good, it was a good indication it was going to happen. But remember, up until a few weeks ago, there was well, not even a few weeks ago, probably a few days ago, that was that there was the notion that they would still use gun script. I mean, the thing after David Batista came out and said, "I'm not doing it if they don't use gun script." Right. Other reports came out like, "Oh no, they're definitely using gun script," and then they said, "No, they're throwing everything out," and then. You know, you have Hollywood Reporter and Variety and all these other news sites coming out saying all these different things through the week. Uh, I still think it's really weird that they had an exit interview with uh, Gunn. Well, again, they're, they're negotiating his exit. That has nothing to do with bringing him back. That was the, the misreport from all of that was, oh, they're meeting with Gunn to talk about maybe bringing him back. No. You, when you looked at those reputable sources of like Variety, Hollywood Reporter, um, th- that type of stuff, it was... They owe him money. They've broken his con- his right. contract. He doesn't break the contract with them because they signed the contract, whether it was he signed a contract for just Guardians and let's say he signed one for two and three. Those tweets and everything were well before it. He apologized for them before. Disney knows these existed when they signed that contract. Any lawyer, any paralegal worth yeah. their salt would be able to sue Disney if they said, well, we don't owe you any money. We didn't break your contract because we have a morality clause in it. Well, you knew about this, and you still signed him. This isn't new information. But it's not like he went on clause. The, no, no morality forfeit clause. Whatever they owed him. No, because the morality he has to do something after the contract is signed. Okay, that's there true. is no way that Disney didn't know this existed. Right. Whenever he signed the contract that is specifically for Guardians of the Galaxy three, with the timeline we've seen, where he has publicly apologized for these years ago, mm-hmm. but I think between one and two. So they signed this contract knowing these tweets existed. That right. morality clause is out. Now, if, there, if, if, if there was new light, none of this is true. If there's, if there's someone that comes out and says, oh, he has child porn on his computer that nobody knew about. Yes, that breaks the morality clause. Right. If he were to go on the Today Show right now and use a racist epithet, yes, that would have broken the morality clause. They could sue him wrong. He hasn't done anything wrong since he signed that contract. Right. They, Disney owes him money. And that's what all of this is. They have to negotiate his exit interview because they don't want to pay him the whole amount because he's not going to give them any work. Correct. And he's probably there going, well, I already wrote the script, so you owe me X. I already did the pre-production work, so you owe me Y. (laughs) And you promised me Z, and that's what I'm going to get. All of that is what Disney and Gunn are still talking about. Right. As far as Disney's concerned, from what it seems, they're not bringing him back. 
and they're not going to. We never thought Chris Hardwick was going to come back, and he's on Talking Dead every week. In terms of what can happen with this film, there's a lot of different options now. And I'm allowing to the idea that James Gunn could come back somewhere down the road. Right. Uh, you know, as, I, as I just said. But this is... Batista's the one that's come out and said, you don't use the script, you don't put him as a director, I'm out. Well, Batista seems fairly replaceable. We've seen Marvel replace actors before in sure. terms of Marvel films. It's happened with two major characters already. And yes, they've, they only played it once. Batista's played three. Uh, Drax for three times. So it's still tough. Before, technically. What's it the will, fourth? Will, will, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it will be fourth. Yes, you'll see him in four films before he's replaced. If they come back. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Reshoots for Avengers thing, 4. He doesn't have to come back. Well, yeah, the well, well, well there's the thing. It's, have it's, to come it's, back. If, you, Unless, I mean, if you decide to do everybody in the snap comes back, you can't take one person out of it. Like, everyone in the snaps come back except Drax. Well, right. why? Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the search for Drax, and then he's like a baby on a planet like Spock. Um, baby Drax? Like yeah, baby but there's also the the kind of rumored thought is that Zoe Saldana was never coming back because she dies pre-snap. Doesn't Drax get lost in the uh, cancer verse at one point? I don't know. They don't do any of that stuff anyway. Um, <laughs> no, all these people that are like, well, the, the, the big thing about, Kevin Feige said again that Captain Marvel is going to be like super, super powerful and people are like, well, she's not that powerful in the comics. It's not a direct translation, right. you morons. Winter Soldier didn't happen anywhere near like it did in Ed Buberker's stuff. Um, so you have that you have the idea that, you know, everybody, where everyone said, well, all of them are going to walk. None of those people, except for maybe Chris Pratt, are going to have that same type of payday for a single film. Except for Vin Diesel, who produces his own stupid car movies. And he's replaceable, too. So, Bradley Cooper, the, you do know, you people are like, Vin that's anymore? what I'm saying. You just have, you, you have somebody else do that voice. Because he doesn't even do the voice of teenage Grat Drax. Or Drax yeah, he does. Gort, Groot, he does. Yeah. He did Baby Drax, or Baby Groot too. Yeah, he's, this is your he, favorite movie. You can't get get through. He's done um, the voice for all of them. They really changed that then. But anyway, he'll make a lot of money in a single film. Who cares if they replace him? Bradley Cooper directed a film that everybody loves or whatever. But he's not making. I mean, he's probably getting paid ten million dollars to do Guardians of the Galaxy three. He's not making that on any other film. Right. Zoe Saldana is not going to make that on any other film. Chris Pratt might because of Jurassic World. But even then, you can put it in the letter all you want. When Disney calls you and says, we have $11 million for you. Yeah, I don't really care who the director is. Right. You know, that sort of thing. So, is it going to happen? I don't know. Or we just don't get it at all. And we never get it. And then the last moments of Guardians of the Galaxy are whatever Infinity War 2 is. Maybe the last time you ever see them on screen. Well, and here, here's the thing. You know, this, do you want a director that's going to come in and... I would say, all right, you know what? Guardians Guardians 1 was great. Guardians 2 was really good. But here's my direction with it. And takes it in a completely different direction than what you have. You know. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to counter-argue it right now. Thor Ragnarok. But Thor Ragnarok actually fits better with what Guardians was... Well, well, no, what I'm saying... You're talking about taking it in a different direction. Thor Ragnarok is a very different film, especially yeah. from Dark World. Oh, yeah. It has elements of the first one. They've been successful with having different directors take different directions in a franchise. There's no reason, unfortunately, there's no reason within this to say that, well, Guardians of the Galaxy, only James Gunn can do it, and everybody else can pound sand. That's true. That's BS. You've had Captain America directed by two different people. Right. You've, you have Thor directed by three different people. You've had Iron Man directed by different people. Mm -hmm. um, you've had Avengers directed by different people. Mm -hmm. uh, 
having a film, and especially there's this big break between Guardians two and Guardians three, and that Avengers happens, uh, Infinity War happens, which would like, even you, allow yeah, for a change with that's what I'm saying their, because their like the, the, the thing universe. that I think you couldn't do is Infinity War one and Infinity War two can't be the Russo brothers and then you know Wakititi doing the second part right that's yeah. it's one story it's one movie but you can definitely have somebody else do it is it going to be as good who knows could it be better. Maybe Who knows? you know Thor Ragnarok. We're like, this is gonna, and then you watch it and go. This is my favorite of the three. This is amazing because it's in a different direction. Yeah. Um, it, it it's very easy to replace that director and still have a quality film with the type of safeguards they have in it. Now, if nobody comes back, what's the point? You can't direct. You can't play replace that whole cast. Right. If everybody sticks to their guns, they're just not going to do it. There just isn't sticks any point. To their guns. Yeah. I put that. In, I put that in the. Uh, in <laughs> the um. No, I agree with you. And, and and as much as people are saying that, like, well, someone else directs it, I'm not going to see it, BS. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, that's. I said I wouldn't go back and watch hockey when they lost an entire season. I was there for opening day. I no mean, one just, said they were going to watch Ant-Man because Edgar Wright didn't yeah. direct it. it, it and it's, it's, I'm sure there's some people that will. Good for you. But you love Guardians of the Galaxy. You're not skipping a Marvel film simply because it isn't directed by James Gunn. No, no. Yeah, and I would take still, one out of that hole. I would still see it. You know, I... I like what Gunn has done with the universe. And, you know, honestly, he set it up where another person can come in and take it over. And there's a formula now that, that's been created with this that you could follow. Or you could take that and just, you know, the, the great thing with the, the Marvel Universe right now is you have a situation with Infinity War that will allow you to change the universe and your characters within it. You can after but, what happens after the, but when they come but out of in it. terms of a real world scenario, Infinity War two's done. Right. So they're they're not going to go back and reshoot. Oh, we're just going to not have the Guardians. Oh no back, no no! Know? They're not so going to yeah. say they're not going to bring back. The it's Guardians. an it, it, whatever point that is when these characters come back. Spoiler: everyone in the snap comes back. Right. Um, if they don't, that's going to be the real surprise. Uh, <laughs> no Black Panther. What? Uh. There would be an uproar. Yeah. So right those, before the movie comes out, yeah. Black, Tim, Black Panther 2 is canceled. Uh, well, they, um, but well we, know, they we obviously know that people do because <laughs> Spider-Man 2 exists. So. They, they, they haven't announced a Black Panther 2. They said that we'd like to do one, but they haven't. Mm-hmm. They've purposely, purposely not announced yeah. any movies after Homecoming the second too. Infinity War. Well, Homecoming. Except, except for... Far From Home. Far except from home, for home. Spider-Man, yeah. and then there was Guardians. Because those two would be in production. Yeah, and I think the Guardians, yeah, not only were in production, but didn't. It was like James Gunn revealed before Hell Two even came out, or whatever it was. Right. When he was on Jimmy Kimmel, said he had already started writing three, so it's not like it's it's out there. We haven't heard anything for all of these other type of properties. Yeah. Of of properties, you know, who's going to direct Black Panther Two? No one. No one's made. Yeah. There's never. There hasn't anything been set in stone as far as what's coming out in 2020. You know, the, the only thing we knew of was that there was going to be another Guardians. And Guardians could have even been for the fall of... Well, I guess it wouldn't have been the fall of 2019 because if they start filming in January. I guess they could. There'd be time, I guess, for them to have it and yeah, have it ready to go. Maybe. Maybe. Or they well, just hold on to it and release it in 2020 because if you're going to have a Star yeah. Wars film in right. December or in that also, time frame. I mean, on... on the average, these movies take about a year and a half to two years for them to sure. actually be released. So yeah, it would probably be later anyway. But you know, because I mean, that takes. Who knows if to... we even get a twenty twenty film? 
Well, we said right. that we've said that about Star Wars. Is, is there's a possibility? Oh, because there, there are there are three films next year, aren't there? Yeah, because Captain. Marvel's I keep forgetting in the, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel's in the spring. Right. So the Guardians just, would have been the May I mean, one. This of the is going to be the total right line for everyone online that keeps asking how Coulson is still alive. One, he is still alive, and two, it takes place in the eighties. Yes. No, or nineties. Eighties. So, yeah, eighties. Nobody's been able to figure that out. Is it? I think it might be the 90s. It might be the 90s. Whatever it is. Wonder Woman's 90s, the 80s. Yeah. Wonder, yeah, Wonder Woman's 84. But they someone released like this stupid fan poster, and I got flack from it because there's an F-14 on it, and it's totally wrong. And I put in there, like, unless it's a it's a fake jet. And someone's like, maybe it's a fake jet. That's the last line I said. But if that's <laughs> supposed to be an F-14, it's wrong. It's got the swept wings, and it's got the right canopy, but it has the wrong intakes, and its tail fins are completely off. So because they're they straight use? up. It's just, it looks like a mashup of an F-15 and an F-14. Nerd. Because they use, they, use the, they use the square intakes from an F-15 Eagle, and they have the straight tail fins. Um, which it, and an F-14's tail fins right. bow a little. I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's not as crazy as an F-18, but whatever. So anyway, in the, in the comments of that poster, over and over again, was like, how is Coulson still alive? I don't, it's going to be weird how they bring Coulson back. And why does... Why does Nick Fury have his eye. And it's because it takes place in the 90s. And secondly, for all you idiots saying, well, why do they bring Coulson back? He's on TV. He's, He's been on, on TV for, for five like, episodes. Yeah, like six, six seasons. Yeah. Him like, I don't want to go to Tahiti. They ruined, they've already ruined that death. That's gone. It's, it's go away. No one, no one dies count. Last season, he ended up in Tahiti. Yeah. The only person in the entire Marvel Universe that's died and hasn't come back is Quicksilver. That's it. Uncle Ben. Yet. Uncle Ben. No, Uncle Ben's alive. That's 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 the big. That's going to be the big thing. You're going to see in Uncle the ben. MCU. Yeah, because Uncle Ben Uncle did die ben in the MCU. Faked his death to move to we Canada. No, Uncle, no, Uncle Ben and Aunt habit. May just got a divorce. That was it. He's going to come back and kick Tony Stark's ass. Well, no, the, you know that. Uh, that's what Far From Home is. He comes in and he just starts beating the crap out of Tony Stark for trying <laughs> he, he to hit kicks on his wife. Tony Stark so far, he goes Far From Home. Yeah, it's a Tony Stark <sighs> movie. Um, what the hell are we talking? about? I don't know, but God knows. I'm just happy the computer's still working. This has been five minutes without it stopping. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually... Um, uh, yeah. What the hell is that? We were talking about what Weather Guardians is. I think at this point, it's 50-50 you ever see a film. I think so, And too. that might be generous. Yeah. Because really, if they're getting Fox properties, which they 99% are, this, this much, opens up yeah. a spot. And it's not like they don't have a lot of stuff on their plate already. You've got you've got Black Panther 2. You've got Doctor Strange 2, mm-hmm. which the rumor is Benedict Cumberbatch is going to make a lot of money for that movie. Oh, yeah. I finally watched Doctor Strange again. I haven't watched that movie in forever. I watched it the other night because it was on Netflix. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's, it's not it's bad. It's not bad. It's, it, I think, no, my review for Ant-Man was it's a Marvel movie. Right. And it's sort of the same thing with this. I mean, it's Iron Man. but It's totally Iron once Man. Once you've seen it, the first third of it is interminably terrible. In, in terms of an audience, you're watching it going, come on, let's go. Let's but just, let's move. Let's tell get me it. how they're not talking about the, that's not Rose. I don't know. I looked it up again. I looked it up again. There's four different articles in which the director or screenwriter says that's not supposed to be James Rhodes. And I'm like, that makes no, no sense. No, it makes no sense. Because I don't understand that at all. It's, it, it totally is. Describes exactly what happened. It, it almost feels like there's, there's just a disconnect between... Like, it was just something, right? Right. You know, like, they just told... They told Benedict Cumberbatch, no, I don't want to do that. No, that's failure. And then the last one is, ooh, this sounds interesting. Tell me more. And then look down at your phone, and then you crash. Right. They never told him what's on the other line, you know? Right. That we'll write that later, and then wrote it after Civil War. 
It's like, and I was like, why doesn't it fit? That's a total fit. It fits perfect. And I'm like, what, you, what is this? This doesn't thing, make any sense. But the, the thing about it is, it it doesn't have to be any more than what it was. Yeah. And it fits. It connects. The, it, the it, only, it tells you immediately when in the Marvel Universe this is happening. There's only one reason that I think it doesn't. And that is if they're trying to play that the montage of his training is more than like a year and a half. Okay. Between Civil War and and um, Avengers Infinity, you know, or whatever that that timeline is sure. going to be, because these you know Civil War and Avengers Infinity are supposed to be close enough that Tony and Steve have never talked to each other. This new Avengers team, this you know Rogue Avengers team, hasn't been caught yet. Hey, it's been that. long enough where Steve's grown out a beard. Oh, such a good beard. Well, I, think, <laughs> uh, I think he mentions it's been about two years. Yeah, and so. You, you kind it of put that. It's, it's like it's it's the it's the Dagobah sequence. It's like mm. you can you yeah. can put out the idea that if the Millennium Falcon is traveling at sublight, it takes them months to get from Hoth to Bespin. Right. And those are all that you know. Luke didn't train for four days. Right. He trained for like six months. But the other side least. of yeah. it is, it's magic. So he yeah. could have it's been. Still, it still makes sense. The it's, time it's could have been manipulated, yeah. you know, differently. But anyway, back to back to losing this losing losing Guardians of the Galaxy. It's almost an opportunity for them to find a slot for another movie that maybe they were going to put. Well, that's what back I said on Eric's on Eric's message was, "Oh, Fantastic Four." Just joking, but yeah. theoretically, you could. You, you, ha- you can tell the same type of story with them, and even if it's, it gives you an opportunity. Like if you decide to do Thor four, which you didn't think you were going to do, but after Ragnarok, both Chris Hemsworth and Wakutiti say, "We kind of want to do another one of these." Yeah, we may not have thought of that. Now we're going to have the money because we don't have to pay. You know, well, they're still going to have to pay the actors too because they'd be all the way under contract. But they're not paying the production costs or whatever. We move that into another film. So at this or point, you I, think, I think it's 50-50. them with something. Else. I think it's, I think it's fifty-fifty. At this point, it's fifty-fifty. And yeah, maybe you see whatever the next Avengers film is. If they do a Fantastic Four film, maybe Star Lord's in the Fantastic Four film. Right. You know, something like that. If it takes place in space, we could see these characters in other spots. They've obviously established that. As we've seen major characters be a part of other people's films, so who knows? But it's 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 an interesting saga, and I still want Edgar Wright to do Guardians of the Galaxy three, <laughs> but he may not because he may be doing another film that we're talking about. What? He's on the short list for Bond twenty five. Oh yes, yes. Supposedly. Um. Yes. Uh, okay. So, Star Wars casting. So this is the point. Just just skip the order and go to Bond. Do you want to just go to Bond? Yeah, okay, we'll go to Bond. Thing. So Danny Boyle is not Danny doing Boyle Bond. Danny Boyle is not doing Bond twenty or Bond twenty five. Is it twenty? It is twenty five. It is twenty five. Yeah. Leaving for creative differences. The the uh, the the altruistic or whatever. You got to make. You got to wonder him. because all of his movies, all of the Bond movies that he's directed, have fit together nicely. Well, they're not. They're not Danny Boyle's. Wait. Sam Mendes did the last two. Oh, did he? Yep. Sam Mendes did. Uh, because that was the reason after Quantum of Solace, that's right. Daniel Craig wasn't going to come back. He was at a party with Sam Mendes, and Mendes says they had hired him, yes, and he put right. the script, and he was like, "Here's my idea for Spectre." And Daniel Craig said, "I'm in. That Skyfall. sounds awesome." What's that? Skyfall. Skyfall. Sorry, Skyfall. Um, and then to do Spectre, he said, "I want Sam Mendes to do it." Right. And so Sam Mendes did, script, did Spectre. He made him write the script because it takes place right after Skyfall. That's right. And things like that. So it's um. I don't remember who did the first two. I think the first two directors might be different too, for Quantum of Solace and um, Casino Royale. Uh, Casino Royale, but all are really good. No, oh, this, yeah. this would have been Danny Boyle's first Bond film. I thought he's done another Bond film. Mm-mm, I don't believe so, unless he did one of the first two that I'm forgetting. 
Danny Boyle has a pretty specific style, and I don't oh, think I it's fit in any of the Bond films so far. Which is why he was an interesting choice in the first place. When they first said, Danny Boyle's been doing this, like, he is? Like, this could be interesting, because this could be really crazy. Yeah, I thought... No, I, 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 the problem with all of this is it comes at the end of another two weeks of Idris Elba's gonna play freaking Bond. Which he... Which said, Idris Elba has said more than once, he said it before, and he said it for sure this time. He's like, I'm not playing him. I have no interest in playing him. I don't want to play Bond. Yeah. And I think that's you know, clear started, as, he put as soon it as Danny point. Boyle left, you know, all the all the comments and everything. Well, where Daniel Craig said he wanted to leave anyway, and I said Daniel Craig said that because you guys won't shut up about kicking him out the door. Right. That's my personal belief is that because he's a notorious media troll, he hates the media and all of that jazz. And when you guys before Spectre came, three weeks before Spectre came out, all of the news was Idris Elba's going to play Bond, Tom Hardy's going to play Bond, someone else is going to play Bond. He's like, can you just get to the damn movie? Can we just watch it? I've seen so many things about Hardy playing Bond. Yeah, that's the the, the two people are just like it's Tom Hardy or it's Idris Elba. It's neither. Yeah. I don't think either of them are going to play Bond because one, I don't think they're going. I don't think the the MGM and Broccoli Corporation or whatever are going to pay somebody like Tom Hardy to play Bond because if he's going to do that, he's going to ask for a couple million dollars. And I have a feeling they're going to, you know, they're in a same, you know, in a way, it's kind of like the same thing with Doctor Who. You had Doctor Who where you had a younger Doctor playing it. Now you're going back. You then you went back to more of the traditional doctor, you know. Before you went into you know right. off the wall. You know, I mean, it's not off the wall to have a female do it. It would be if you all of a sudden decided well, no, you have you have a, a unique which right. You never had unique's before. better word. Yes. yes, and that's the same thing everyone keeps calling for here. But in the end, it's hard as a character like Bond. That yes, you've had different people play it, but you've had the same type of person play right. it for a long time outside of really Timothy Dalton. Um, uh, well, even playing, Craig is not your normal. What you would think a a, a British good looking stud. That's it. Uh, I mean, yeah. even Timothy Dalton, maybe not as good looking, but he had a hard edge to a him. blonde though. That's what everybody. That said. was the yeah, thing. When when Daniel Craig was, was the big yeah. thing. But that's very different. Ian Fleming's character is a male chauvinistic, hard ass, super secret agent. Right. That's what Bond is. Don't make that into a female. That that's just a different. See, I can see him going back thing. to a more traditional style and doing like Benedict Cumberbatch. I've heard that too. But I don't think it's going to be a star. I think you're going to see somebody who's well known in in England. Yeah, you know, a younger guy that do it. I. You can even put like somebody like me, David here's Tennant. The thing. I think you do. No, no I'd yeah. like to see them do. I'm just I'm just showing it. That's a you know another. I don't. I I think there's still a really good Daniel Craig Bond film in there because for as many people like. Oh, Spectre ends on a good note. No, it doesn't. No. Oh. It's not over. It's, yeah. it's, it's, they did it in a way, it always felt like to me, like, if this is his last one, then okay. But we did, we still have one more to do. Right. The 25th was supposed to be like the end of that kind of, this first time you've had a cohesive Bond storyline through what would be five films. If anything, you would have ended it on Skyfall. Sort more so of, than Spectre. Um... You know, it's it's like oh, it's the happy ending, and he gets the girl, whatever. It's like that's not how Bond ends to me. Right. And I was like, I always thought he's he's doing one more. The girl dies, he goes crazy. The problem is, is that that Spectre organization has been all but destroyed. Yeah. But this is you you can do whatever. We're we're watching Mission Impossible with all these and these kind of crazy and flip flops or whatever. You're like MI six is the bad guy in whatever the next Bond film is, and it's Bond kind of destroying that organization, that double O secret agent organization in and of itself right. and walking away from everything and then reboot with 26 mm -hmm. the other rumor is that they'll cast somebody to play the same character and i'm like that's a big mistake then in that case i'm like no throw it out 
keep those four yeah. films as they are and then go forward with somebody new. Mm-hmm. Speaking yes. real quick, speaking about Bond, did you see that um, this IGN put out something real, uh, recently about um, GoldenEye the video game? That yeah, odd job. Odd job is cheating yeah. because well, don't put him in the game. Everybody, everybody started going back and playing it after Ready Player One when they mentioned because they mentioned in there that that's his, you know Halloween, Halliday's favorite character to play as as Odd Job, you know, and everybody started going back well, and playing it. Now they're going, wait, like, that's cheating. Yeah, that's that's the movie pass thing of like, well, we gave you unlimited movies, but you guys used it, so you ruined it. Like, right. Well, don't give them every. I mean, it's just stupid. Um, so now this whole kind of saga becomes: do we do twenty five? There's a short list of directors. Edgar Wright is one of them. That would be fascinating to me. I would like just to as, see just that. as Donny Danny Boyle doing it would just be like this is an interesting choice and an interesting idea. Guy Ritchie might not be bad either. Guy Ritchie, I think, is almost too on the nose. It's like we've already seen Guy Ritchie sort of do a Bond film. I mean, right. I guess not. He's not a crime film. Yeah, but you also you wouldn't be able to understand anybody. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like I, if the next time there's a Guy Ritchie film out, I want to go to one of those ones that has subtitles for the hearing impaired. Like what's your, what's your hearing impaired showing? That's the one I want. Charlton Copley as Bond. <laughs> that would be bizarre. That'd be really off the wall. And then the people are like, "Who should have an American play him?" Shut up. No, that's stupid. That's that's it's, it's like no, just stop. Like going back to Doctor Who, there's a few things that you don't do. You don't put Bond as an American. You don't put Doctor Who as an American. And you don't put a baby in a corner. <laughs> I don't know what's wow. going on there, but okay. You gave him the right pause too. I did. I totally set you up for that, but all right. So there's yeah, the, the there's a rumored report listing us four specific names as the front runners to take over: Edgar Wright, David McKenzie, Jan Mark Fale, and Jan Demange. Ooh, hmm. there's a lot of people I have not heard of outside of Edgar Wright. Who the hell is Jan Mark Valley? That's what I'm trying to figure it's out. Jean Mark Valley. Jean Mark Valley? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, David McKenzie did Hell or High Water. Yeah. That'd be interesting. But why are you looking that up? Yeah, Jackson from the first season of Big Little Lies. Why are you looking that up? Martin Campbell did Casino Royale. Uh, so Danny Boyd hasn't done a Bond film. No, no. And, and he's Quantum, still not doing a Bond film. Quantum Solace was done by Mark Forrester. Yeah, that's right. Be interesting to have uh, the director of Casino Royale I'll come back and do one if he wanted to finish it up. Yeah, kind of do that that loop. That'd come full circle. Do that JJ uh, Abrams thing with Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, Speaking now we're going to do it. Segway. That was a good segue too because it was right there. Sure, if you think so. Um, it's better than most of them. <laughs> this is true. What do you think about the new Star Wars casting? I'm just surprised they're still casting. I know, right? They're already shooting. <laughs> like, they are shooting. How much of how much of a role is leaked he going to have? Is, or leaked images have come out. I haven't looked at any of them. It apparently it's just uh, this feels like they're far away. It's Finn and Poe. It's po Finn and Poe, so and they're on like, a hill, like a grassy yeah, so hillside. It, it, it all starts the, the the oh, this is the scene just before they just start slamming each other in the ass. <laughs> well, the fans are going on top of. Is, isn't there some Oscar Isaacs was like, oh, I'm open to the idea of them being yeah. romantically involved or whatever. I'm like, can you just stop and make a film? Well, yeah, there because there, the there was talk. There was talk that there was no, you know, that they needed to ha- add that element into Star Wars. You don't need to add anything into Star Wars. You don't need to. But then now the fans are going. Oh, there's there's a group of fans. If that are you going, thought people were pissed because there's so much vagina in the last couple of movies, <laughs> can you see what's going to happen if the two dudes just start making out in the middle of it? Right. That's uh, they were in Star Wars. Oh, they could always do the "I love you." I know. 
No, the only thing they should do is the, because the then meme. they can have no, new they T-shirts. Should, no, they should just do the meme that already exists. You're my. I, I want to. I want to yell to the world that you're my bro. Do it, bro. Why'd you whisper? Because you're my whole world, bro. And just them looking at each other. Like, that's one of the greatest things ever. Why'd you whisper it? Because you're my whole world, bro. Well, the pictures have started groups, you know, different groups. One of the groups saying that it's Endor that they're on. It's, it ain't Endor. And there's another group if saying it's Endor. It's, Endor got deforested fast. Well, there's another group saying it's Yavin 4. And I'm like, neither one of those fit to a grassy hillside. Not really, no. It's got to be a jungle. Yeah. But one it's of, all wrong. Well, if it's a grassy hill, it could be Naboo. See, that's what I would have thought. Well, well especially with go. with J.J. Um, Abrams sort of already saying, if not saying outright, that he's trying to, to close the loop right. in a way, you know, bring it all circle. Which if is, this, if, man, that that is a big job. If this is the last... If it's of two sp- films, too, I'm pissed. If this is the last... <laughs> make a four-hour film, but don't make it two films. Because you can't yeah, have a trilogy quadrantally. Yeah. 9.1, 9.2? No. Uh, make the three-hour film. I don't care. But don't make it two. But he, no, he did say at one <laughs> Just point... Just leave the intermission in the middle so we can go pee. He wanted to incorporate the prequels and the original trilogy Which into is, it. It's, it's interesting to me because Disney has all but disavowed the prequels. I know. I mean, if you look at almost all of their media, there's almost nothing. There's, right. There's two instances I can think of off the top of my head, and they're both comic book series from Marvel. There's a Mace Windu mm-hmm. series, and there's an Obi and, uh, and Anakin series that takes place as their, their master and apprentice. A couple uh, of the novels have mentioned things. Barely. But, but nothing. Barely, right. I'm talking like, to really bring it into those events matter... Those characters matter, or what have you. Obviously, the Clone Wars have a point, but episode seven, episode eight mentions something. Yeah, Yoda mentions about, but it's a mention. But again, right? It's it's tying it in is different. Oh, sure. If you if you're rumoring that Ewan McGregor is coming back and uh, Natalie is Portman's coming back, and this is you know all these people oh, are coming back, Natalie either Portman flashbacks. Back. Well, you either, can do either it flashbacks as a flashback or, or a That's what holocron or something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she won't be back. It's you throw enough money at her, she's coming back. She's not that big of an actress. Uh, I think she has that big of an ego, though. Yeah, an ego she that was, says they're paying me twenty million dollars to do four minutes, especially for the last one. She'll basically, of Skywalker. She's water. not. She's not Alec Guinness. If you're in even the, if, look, the if Alec Guinness did two and th- did episodes five and six, Natalie Portman will come back for nine. If you're in, as long as she doesn't have to kiss Hayden Christensen, I think she'd be back. Hayden Christensen is the star of episode nine. They pull, him, they pull him if out this of time is the, If this is, truly is the end son. of the Skywalker saga, I could see them, you know, I could see some kind of flash or, you know, flashback. Flash, well, you, you know, said or, with Ewan McGregor as being a force ghost. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because you've already established a force ghost of being Alec Guinness. So you're like, well, what's... what's? Well, you also established the force ghost that Anakin came back younger. Yeah, after you established but, that it was Sebastian Shaw the first time. But as you saw, I mean... uh a certain point of view kind of indicated that they can choose whatever form they come back as. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, I they, thought that was written somewhere, wasn't it? In one of the... A certain the point stories? of view stories. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the short stories that says they can come back. Yeah. You know, the, they're, they have to try to... Yoda should have come back as like a six-foot hulking beast. Well, even Yoda he came comes... with his tiny head. <laughs> he, he comes back as the Hulk. Master Yoda? Uh, Yoda smash tree! <laughs> smash Yoda will! No, he just talks like him. Um, because Yoda, 
Yoda didn't look as old as he did in uh, Jedi in Episode Eight. Well, no, because they used the puppet from Episode Five. Right. <laughs> did they? Yeah. No, I, I think they made a new puppet. Well, right? they based it. Well, they based it. They, they used the mold. The mold. But yeah, the yeah. same thing as Episode Five. Because that that puppet is disintegrated. Probably. Yeah, but they know. I mean, it, it's based off of the Episode Five. Right. Experience. It was. Yeah, they used the mold. Uh, which I'm surprised they didn't do that for the episode one mold. I know they wanted to make him look younger, but that episode one puppet was oh, trash. Horrible. I'm surprised they haven't gone back to episode one and redone it as they a did. puppet. Oh, they did. Oh no, 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 they as did a puppet. They no, redid a, it digitally because it was originally a puppet, wasn't it? Yes. The first one, episode it, one, it, was it looked a puppet, like yeah. it looked like a bad. Uh, it was gremlin. horrible. Uh, it was the the yeah the first cut of episode one. Uh, he, I never he saw looks the original. Terrible. Cut of it. It's horrible. His eyes are even bigger and bugging uh, out. Yeah, it's a different color. The and... lips, the lips are kind of. Oh yeah. And the, the the expressions all. I mean, the, yeah. the movement and everything with it, just nothing works. And the, so they went back the, the, to what it was. Is I think they, Lucas wanted to make him look younger. Yeah, no, I understand that, but. It was hideous. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're 900 years old, apparently between 880 and 900 are really bad. So we didn't mention, actually, who was being cast. Well, yeah, they announced it. Uh, it's been Dominic all over Moynihan. my feet. Yeah, Dominic, Dominic Moynihan, yes. Moynihan has, has been added to the cast. And it's, Another it's not J. like J.J. Abrams doesn't know him because um, he was the executive producer of Lost. And he's one of those actors who has publicly said, I want to be in a Star Wars film. So it's probably right. a very small role. It just it cracks me up because as soon as I saw it, all I could think of was, "Dude, Hobbit," and it goes back to the the very first commercial for Lost. And I was hanging out with Aaron, and the last the last shot of that first commercial is Dominic Monaghan like, "Guys, where are we?" And as soon as he he ends up saying it or was watching it, and I'm like, "Dude, Hobbit," <laughs> and it just became a joke for years between the two of us. Every time we saw Dominic Monaghan in anything, we're like, "Dude, Hobbit." So I see it, and it says Dominic Dominic Monaghan added to episode nine cast, and I just went, "Dude, Hobbit." So. See, I think it is his character has to take Luke slash Ray slash Anakin's lightsaber and throw it in Mordor. No, to Mustafar and throw it in the in the lava lake because that's well, where, it's already destroyed. So yeah, it's in the piece in two pieces. He has yeah. to, he has to take the Kyber crystal back and just, yeah. well, the Kyber crystal exploded. Eh, you don't know if it did. You just you watched it explode. <laughs> It that's happens on screen. That's what broke it apart. Yeah. It breaks it apart and it explodes. No mass Kyber crystal. He's not here no more. And then there's always the rumors. He's Ezra. He's, yeah. God, he's too old for Ezra. At that point. No, at that point he's too young for Ezra. Uh, Ezra's probably... 40. Ezra's Luke's age. Oh, that's right. He yes, has... he would be in his 60s or 70s. Yes. Dominic Moynihan is not 68 no. years old. Look, I know that Tom Cruise in the last Mission Impossible film is the same age as Wilford Brimley was in the first <laughs> Cocoon, but people still... <laughs> and it brings up the eternal question, does Tom Cruise look really, really good for his age? Or did Wilford Brimley look really, really bad for his age? That and cocoon. we know why he did. Diabetes. That Cocoon did nothing to help him in Cocoon. Metamorphosis. Um, it just made him feel younger. <laughs> Diabetes. Um, but yeah, there were all the, you know, the starts. It's just the a name rumors. that's in it. I mean, it's the same thing like Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell's in it. Nobody knows who she plays. And she uh-huh, doesn't have she's to play. Mara Jade. She's not Mara Jade. She's Mara Jade. She's not Mara Jade. I like, did you, you saw what I put in our thread that he's the uh, transgender Mara Jade. No, that's dumb. Or he's the Emperor's clone from the 
Dark no, he's the, they've added the secret Kenobi love child <laughs> that they were going to make uh, Ray, and then decided not to. Ryan Johnson ruined it all because who was it on our thread that put, made him? Made her he's Ray's people. child. Me, you're an idiot. <laughs> he's Ray's son. Plot twist. Well, if there's, the a, if there's a time jump, he's older though. Isn't he? That's the plot twist. <laughs> that's not a plot twist. <laughs> that's that's, just, that's not a plot hole. <laughs> um, well, I said he was uh, he was uh, Mace Windu and uh, Lando Calrissian's son. No, nope. Lando, Lando Calrissian already has a son. His name is Finn. They've, you know, kind of already confirmed that. That's why he's coming back in this one. Well, no, they didn't confirm it. Just when they said he came back, I confirmed it. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as they said, hey, he's <laughs> coming back, and I was like, see, told you. I love how, uh, well, no, so there was a- Amazon had a puzzle that was that was put up, and on it, it said Finn Calarizian, and it was an official Star Wars puzzle, and it went up for one yeah, day. Never and saw it. Immediately it. Got I said taken that, down. I said it before it was ever there. Like that's totally. Which him. how can his name be Finn Calrissian, if Finn was the name given to him by Poe? Finn wasn't the name that was given to him well, by Lando. Because they went with Poe. You don't know. Maybe he did. His He's probably Finn. got a different first name. Well, but if, now it, he... if you're naming your kids characters that you shouldn't have a great connection to, Lando's son should be named like Mon Mothma or something. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no reason for Han and Leia to name their kid Ben. Right. <laughs> Should be named Bale. And it's weird when stuff like that sticks in you, and then it just, like, you can't let it go. I watched uh, Lisa the Iconoclast last night for The Simpsons. Mm. Where the uh, She she basically says that Jebediah Springfield isn't the, the, the hero that mm. everyone says he is. So she goes to the, the historical society, and she introduces herself. And I'm thinking, who in that town doesn't know who Lisa Simpson is? She was Little Miss Springfield. Six episodes in, she gets Krusty out of a murder rap. She's one of the biggest protesters. There. Everybody knows who she is. Why is she introducing herself to anybody? Well, Jedi, Wait. Or the, uh, the curator is a hermit, probably. Stays, in, stays in the museum. But he would still know. He doesn't he get the news. But then, then they do it again. Oh, no. Marge Simpson says something later. Marge is the one that's like, who doesn't know who Marge is? Marge is at every town hall meeting. Yeah. She's always running for stuff she doesn't sure. want. It's all this stuff like... Who in that town doesn't know who these people... It's a stupid rant, but it was just this thing. Like All of a sudden, it clicked in my head when she's like, I'm Lisa Simpson. I'm Hugh Clamett, or whatever the heck his name was. And I'm like, how the hell does he not know who Lisa Simpson is? Um, Bale would have been dead before Han and Leia meet. Leia would have named her child Bale. You would hope. but Leia would have named her child but... Bale. <laughs> Period. But Han wouldn't but have... Ben is the wrong name. Ben and wouldn't is... really have had much connection. He didn't like Ben. That's what I'm saying. I know. He shouldn't be Ben. I agree ben with that. Ben has no connection to either. The name Ben, Leia doesn't even know his name is Ben. Right. She never meets him as Ben. She never sees him in all of episode four. Right. She doesn't know him. She, she well, never met him, period. She does see him in episode four. No, she doesn't. Yes, yeah, she does. She sees him and Vader fighting. You want you know what I'm talking about. She doesn't talk to she him. She doesn't talk to she him. She has no connection to him. Right. Han's connection to him is the stupid old wizard who's about to get them killed or whatever. Who doesn't end up paying. Doesn't him. yeah, doesn't It shouldn't be Ben. No. Ben should always be Luke's kid. It, could it should be, Wedge. be Bale. Not even Wedge. It should be Bale. No, if I... you're talking about a name, it should... the reason Why it's Why would it ben... be Wedge? Because <laughs> that's no the reason. only person that, that... Han and Leia both. Wedge is also still alive. That's true. So here, here, 
it's done for the audience I and totally that's what drives why. me crazy yeah is when you make that here the audience is like oh ben yeah from episode it there's when you stop and think about it and yes it's, it's minute details or whatever and it's just a film but at the same time if you're gonna put the name if you're gonna put the thought into we want that character to have a legacy name right it can't I mean, be ben and you can't use bail because they say his name once yeah in the original trilogy, but of course he's in episode three. Yes. He's in episode two also, isn't he? He's in episode two. He's yeah. at yeah. the end. Yeah. So Episode three. He's yeah. also in the so Clone you, you Wars. you know his name. Yeah. He should be named He's in Bale. Rogue One. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Damn his name. When I stumbled on that, when I figured that out however many months because ago, where I'm like, man, that makes no too, sense. Because, no, he's not. Uh, you'd think Han would want to name him Beckett or something, because Beckett had such a... Han wouldn't name him anything. No, he gets Han his wouldn't... name from an Imperial officer sending him off to college. <laughs> it's the one part so... of that movie that bugs the hell out of me. And it's the one part of the movie that's what sold it to uh, to, to Disney. Which is so dumb. That was the first line they ever wrote. And they said, hey, here's what we're going to do. And they said... That's the kind of thing that scares me. I know, that's right? That's the kind of thing that's like, you rolled the, you rolled the dice with this so many times. At some point, it's not going to work because you can't build an entire well, film you, on that. You've seen the rumors that uh, Disney's trying to figure out a way to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, right? Eh, those aren't real. I rumors. don't believe them. That's why we. That's use... Disney calls Kathleen Kennedy and she says, uh, "I have four films and they've made about four billion dollars right. combined." So suck it. Yeah. And Disney's we've oh made, yeah right we can we've just made leave. you the money back already. Yeah. That Disney yeah. isn't paying Lucasfilm the rights to make Star Wars Land. Right. You're gonna get. <laughs> The rumored idea of how much those passes are going to cost is not sitting well with me at all. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I have I'm a coupon so, day. I'm so glad you. I know it's off talk, topic with no one will really know what we're talking about. But <laughs> I, I don't know so, what you're talking about. I am so glad you sent me that text about Star Wars Land the other day because oh. it was driving me nuts. That was I was reading. Um, I was reading something. Oh, I was reading a, a, a article about Star Wars Land. They, they did some convention or talk or something like that. They had talked a little bit about the new Star Wars Land that was coming to yeah. Disneyland and Disney World, and they mentioned that planet's name. That all of a sudden I forgot. Back to back. Bear Barrick Wap. That's back two or something. Whatever. It's B A C C. But they mentioned these these petrified trees. Right. That's where people live, and I'm like, I just read that somewhere. Like, wait a minute. That's that's Thrawn Alliances. Look in, and sure enough, it is. And I'm like, crap. We and the funny the thing planet is, actually he exists. sends this to me. I had just rode Star Wars Land, the the uh, Star Wars or Star Tours the day before, and three PO. As you're getting, you know, you you. I don't remember him saying the name. He says I never heard him say it before too. I, at least I didn't remember. It. He said we'll be safe here on Bacto. Uh, so it'd be like Wild Space. Is that basically where Disneyland's the, the yeah the, yeah the planet in, in alliances is basically one of the last planets. Before you get into the unknown regions, okay. um, Thrawn's Chiss Alliance, which is outside, is basically if you continue on the route, that's where it is. Because mm. part of the story is one of the alien groups from around Chiss space mm. is is the bad guy or part of the bad guy race that's in this planet. Mm. And Thrawn and Anakin Skywalker in the in the flashback sequence go to kind of figure out what's going on. And the reason that Thrawn does it is he's trying to figure out more Flash about forward this. Sequence. Well, no, it's flashback. I'm talking about the Anakin Skywalker. Oh, pieces. yeah, yeah, okay. He originally goes because he's trying to figure out who these aliens are mm. and how to defeat them because he can't risk open war in there, but he can take yeah. them here or whatever. But anyway, yes, it's it's in it's very at the very edge, at but he, literally but galaxy's when 3PO edge. When three PO mentions it, yeah, when three PO mentions it, I was like, God, where have I known that name? 
and it was driving me nuts, like almost to the point where De- you know the Devastator thing we always talk about, where I couldn't remember the name of Devastator. That's but good. it was driving me nuts, and then Chris sends me this and says, "Hey, you know, the the uh, plant or the Disneyland." It's like I had just put it together, and I was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "That's it. That's where I knew the name." Mm. And it drove me. I mean, it was literally driving me nuts for a day and a half, or almost a day, full day. And I was just, oh, I was like, thank God. I was like, were you in my mind? Yeah, I didn't know this. Batu. Batu, yeah. B A T U U. Yes, I knew it had ended with two. Yeah, years. just put together the planet Batu and, and its black spires from Thrawn Alliances is the setting for Star Wars Land. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember him saying Batu before. So that he, might, that it, might be it's new. Really? Well, by the way, Beth was, uh, we figured it out. Uh, we know which seat is the uh, Rebel, the spy. It's always the same seat. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, because Sebastian has been at once, and I've been at once, and we were in different seats. You sure? It's not I'm the absolutely second row, because we second were in, one in, or third one in? No, we were in the back row. I've never seen one in the back row. I've always yep. seen it the second Sebastian, the second row, the, third one in. The first time that when Melissa and I went, we met Sebastian there. Sebastian was a spy. We were in the back row, and he was two seats from, if you're facing the screen, the left. Yeah. And... When I was the spy, I wasn't in the back row. I was in the second to back row, and I was three or four seats in. Because this was, because every time, because Arabella even walked out, she goes, "Have you noticed? It's always the same seat." There are seats that it isn't because there you can never get a clear view. The back row usually takes because that back row is is even higher. Right. The back row is higher than the row in front of it in terms of where the sure, head sure. stop. So the back row it seems to mostly be the back row when I'm there. I've noticed see, it's it always, it's always the second row from the view, you know, from the view. The weird thing for me is I've never seen it in front of me. Whenever I'm in the back row, it's always someone in the back row. Weird. Whenever I'm, because I've never sat, I've never sat in the first two rows. I've never? only sat in the back three. Yeah, the back three. What is it? Five rows or six rows? Uh, six. Yeah. I think. So so I've sat in the back four rows every time. Weird. I'm in the back row almost all the time. It's really weird. We're almost always in the front, two I've or three. Ne- I've never been in the front. I've been I've been in the front several times. Yeah, I've never been in the front. But yeah, every time because Arabella because it was weird because Arabella made the comment first. She was like, "Did you notice that mommy was in?" The it's weird thing. I think if, if I'm thinking about it, I might have only been in the back three rows, which means I've been in less rows for Star Tours than I've been for Indiana Jones because <laughs> I've sat in all four spots for Indiana Jones. Oh, we we uh, speaking of which, we we sat in the very last row in the Indiana Jones car. Did they fix the snake? Does the snake does the snake move? Yes, that's been broken for months. Yeah, and the, did you know that his fangs come down too? Yeah, the fangs have always come. When it moves, the fangs come down. Right. The last two months we were there. So when we went in June and we went in March, I think we went twice in June, and I want to say that the second the second time we went, it was working. It hasn't worked for me since because when they shut it down for like a week. That was the rumors that they were fixed. Because there was like six or seven things that were wrong. Interesting. That ride is a bitch to upkeep. Yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, Astro Blaster keep, kept shutting down. Or, you know, uh, well, Astro Blasters may shut down because of... Um, it's always like the Haunted Mansion. The reason the Haunted Mansion shuts down all the time is it's because of the uh, uh, um, uh, disabilities. Uh, that's true. Out, they have to stop the ride. Because, well, I mean, it shut down for like more than two hours at one point and then when well, we well, got yeah, on it broken. then we got on it 
it stopped like it's four, really slow. Yeah, it, we did stop like four times. Oh, the last the last time that no, the last time I wrote it, I was with Shelly. The last time I wrote it was Sebastian. It stopped like three times, and that's how he beat a million points. We got yeah. into the Emperor Zerg part, and it stopped for like five minutes. And he's just sitting there like, yes, yes, just shooting all the bases and stuff, just making points. And he's like, come on, come on. And we get to the end and they show you your score at the end or whatever. And he's like, yes, I finally beat a, thousand, a million points. Yeah, well, that's. I still suck that. I hate that ride. I can't see what the hell I'm Bella, Arabella and Beth were in the, in the cart in front of me. And we kind of stopped in between rooms. That's the worst. And. Because then you can't do anything. They were, they had perfect, you know, and I'm like. Yeah. I, you know, I, so they, they beat the crap out of me in that last Someone one. took a picture of, um, as we get into Disney talk, someone took a picture of Midway Mania when the screen broke. Yeah. So, like, they turn, and the screen's all, like, weirdly digital out, and nothing works. I'm like, well, this sucks. <laughs> this blows. Oh, I want to go back so bad. Um, but, no, yeah, um, Dom- Dominic Moynihan, I, I like uh, that casting choice. I always liked him as an actor. That's fine. It's um, Star Wars. It'll be great. So, Big Bang Theory's uh, ending. Yay! Yeah, you were... You, uh, Big Bang were Theory sucks. other people were... Or Brandon was like that. Yeah, and I'm like, Big Bang Theory sucks. You guys haven't watched it in years. Because, you know, I've watched it enough to know that it sucks. I enjoy I'll it. check in and it blows. It's it's a show that is completely lost of its roots. Its writer's room hates your guts and <laughs> panders... No, it does. It panders to what they knew CBS's audience was. Yeah. It's work. It's a massive... Look... More power to them for being a really, 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 really successful show. They all have millions of dollars, and everything's great. But I'm telling you, you watch those seasons. You watch the first four seasons, and the guys... It, it was about this this group of people that, even though they're outcasts, their other is, is what combines them together. And it makes them into this unit of this other group. Right. They're picked on, but they never really let it affect them. Unless it's someone really close to them. Penny making... You know, sure. convincing, sort of convincing uh, Leonard he has to sell his toys, you know. Right. And there were strong episodes like that that really dealt with that type of culture and the type of idea of, you know what, it's okay that I'm excited about getting the time machine to put in, in the, the, the living room. It's okay that I have the sword for Game of Thrones on the thing. This is what my life is. And in addition, we're successful, we're smart, we're... we're and then they take, they take the stupidest of the four characters, the hardest... The, the character that they made into the leech... Of Wallowitz, like he's the first one to get a girlfriend. He's the first one to marry. Fantastic. And then the show delves into, haha, they didn't get to go to Comic Con. It's stupid when people want to go to Comic Con. That being important to somebody is dumb. I understand. But Penny, that. but Penny buying a dress that she can't afford, that's fine. Her, right. Her buying shoes that she can't afford, that's Penny gets out of everything. Yeah. You know, she. It wasn't until they got to the point where she finally started working again. You know, working as an actress or whatever. Okay, great. But they had all these years where she didn't I do anything. The episode you fell off. Was... The episode was the the one where Stuart shops break down. First off, oh yeah, watch Stuart's first appearance. Oh yeah, Stuart... watch his first episode yeah. where he goes on a date with Penny, and it's funny because his debate with Sheldon turns into how the date gets ruined. Right. right, they're arguing about Batman or whatever. That's funny because we've seen that happen, and right. they're not derided for it. He, there's never a point where you're like, dude, you had this hot blonde and you start arguing about Batman. It's just funny and they leave it as is. Right. The cameos are funny. The people that they love are funny. But Leonard Nimoy, when he gets the... The, the, the doll? The, no, the, the, when he gets the, 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 the napkin. Oh, no, yeah, he gets yeah, the yeah, napkin. Yeah. The napkin Leonard yeah. Nimoy. And he was going... That's great. When they do... Stuart becomes the loser. He becomes the idiot. He's derided at every turn because he owns a comic book store. And that's not real. That's not a good thing. 
Then his store burns down. The guys want to buy it. And the entire episode is the girls who spend money on crap, who are terrible people at this point, basically spend 30 minutes telling them that's not a real job. Right. That's not a real No, no, no. You just want it because you want free comic books. That's it. There's no reason to be in this culture. They deride that culture like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was that episode. It was the one where they don't get Comic Con tickets, and the girls like, I don't understand why you're upset. It's See, I thought it was the one where they that. where they start to go to the um, San, uh, the start to go to the Bakersfield Comic Con, and the car gets robbed, and then the guys are in costumes you know and no uh, see but that's funny because that kind of situation is is funny in see itself. here i think that's where they that's and where again, they, they really, really made get... their biggest mistake with the show because they had the four guys saying you know this is stupid we need to grow up we need to change at the same time they have the girls all reading comic books and getting you know t- debating yeah, thor's hammer the if they would have done right there if they would have done a flip and had the guys but they were never going to do that. Because no, but they should have. That's what I'm yeah, saying. But they, they, they can't should've. because they're pandering to 60-year-olds. Sure. That's what the show became. If, Look at what happened with Amy. Again, yes. watch the first six episodes with Amy. And people are like, well, she grows because she becomes this. No, she doesn't. She devolves. She's someone who this type of, of, of female, super pretty, I got to be better than culture, she rejects that totally. Right. She's completely, perfectly happy with who she is. Right. And yes, you need that character to grow and change, but she throws it all out almost immediately because Sheldon gives her a tiara. Right. It doesn't fit. Well, no. And pa- the Penny character is the one that I think they, they've they made the biggest mistake with because they haven't allowed her character to really evolve other than the fact that, okay, she's not so much concerned about being an actress anymore. Now she, you know, she's... She's starting to care about money and you know growing up a little bit. Well, she sells drugs. So. <laughs> she basically, yeah, she's what every every seems like. But see, a even lot that of... is funny because she she gets out there and she finds a job. She does something to 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 further herself rather than you know whatever. It's just any show I've seen after but, about season five, the show isn't funny, and it just it just doesn't do anything. But the bad thing with with Penny is that. They've kept, they've had it around this long around the guys what, eleven seasons now right, and she still hasn't found her niche within the pop culture, you know like she'll she'll well, she'll quote don't. she'll quote something from Star Wars and go, how do I know that or why do I know that you know instead of allowing it to be an evolution of that character that's to, part of the problem with it is it's the same jokes from those early seasons so they don't have the same thing it's tough to do the simpsons have it's found tough to a take way a, to a do sitcom it sitcom and make the, it 12 years yeah well simpsons have done almost 30 right and it's still now i don't watch a lot of the new seasons. i've the seasons i've watched or the episodes i've watched that are newer i don't like them as much but i would never say that they're necessarily bad there's one or two that i've seen and i'm like eh. but there's just something in that show in in big bang theory it's just not good and it's not funny. See, I still enjoy it. I still like it. I think it, I, it's maybe not as good as the first few seasons, but I still, I still like it. I think I still, it's still my favorite, one of my favorite shows on TV. I wouldn't call it a favorite. Oh, well, I guess you should say his favorite comedy. I don't, even still. There's not a lot of comedies on TV anymore. No. True comedies, no. Young Sheldon's not, not good, really tr- good, Not too. good true comedies. But yes. look, it, it, it's also hard for me to watch anything that's modern. I watch something; it's just not funny. Yeah. But 
you put on an episode of Frasier, forget it. I've been watching Barney Miller. Barney Miller's hilarious. Oh, I love watching the... Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, there's a certain point you get to where you sort of wonder if really anything... Like, what is there left to do? There almost isn't anything left to do. Well, that's why traditional sitcoms are pretty much gone. Your taste changes you age, though, too, yeah. so... so like, I know, I'm, so turning, I'm were... turning into Stan from South Park. My my dad... And here, and you talk about 60-year-old people. Like My dad loves Big Bang Theory. Exactly! He can sit down, <laughs> and he doesn't have to think. He doesn't, you know, the, the news yeah. of the day is gone. Because you here's sit the other there thing. Watching. That generation is like that, though. Right. That generation sees what it wants to see. It, it, what it... it it gets what it expects. Yeah. The first few seasons of Big Bang Theory, I thought, turned on the expectation of what people thought pop culture was going to be. Right. And like I said in the thread, it became a show five seasons in that said, hey, Twitter says that looking through the back issue bins going, got it, got it, got it, it's really funny. Let's get that joke six times a year. Let's make sure they're in the comic shop more and are treated like dorks. Let's make sure that Captain Sweatpants shows up a lot. Let's make sure that like doing science that actually matters is all but gone. I haven't seen an, an episode of the few that I've watched since. The science doesn't matter. You had a whole episode based off them shooting a laser off the moon. Right. And it was a great episode in which it was the flip side of the nerds making fun of the jock that Penny's dating and then realizing how terrible that was. Yeah. As they're making they fun the of them and like, we're being the bullies. That was a poignant episode where like this kind of culture starting to take over and now we're kind of making fun of the frat boys and sort of thing. And now the frat boys just go to Comic-Con. Um, well, it's funny because my dad will call me up. <laughs> my dad will call me up and go, is it really like that, trying to get tickets for Comic-Con? They're, you know, where you have to get worse. up. And, and like, it's worse than that now. <laughs> you're, not even on the, you're not even on the computer anymore. It's just a lottery. Yeah. It's, you're, you're trying to get into a, with the sort a of room idea to get a, in yeah, to try to get it. With the sort of idea of what a comic shop in there is very odd. The way that Stuart... It, I mean... There's, I'm sure there's moments, and I'm sure there's pieces, and yes, I haven't watched all the seasons all the way through, but it's because I could not care less anymore. Yeah. Because that show and that writer's room, it just, it isn't funny. Well, they, they have good. a they have a rule with it where, you know, the girls do make fun of them still, but it's basically, they're the only ones. You know, if somebody on the outside tries to make fun of the guys, the girls stand up to Well, of them. course, because they're all in relationships. And then, it, you know, there was a... There's the, the other... There was the, a joke that There's the third problem... Raj, who spent four seasons not being able to talk to the women, has just plowed through hot chicks like crazy ever since. <laughs> there, there is, you know, they, they made one joke one time where the girls were sitting down for Star Wars Day to watch Star Wars movies with the guys. And well, now I don't know why you like it because you get all pissed off that we don't do that. I wish we would. <laughs> I, I really, I don't. We don't need to. Um, but Penny, you know, Penny made friend of Jar Jar. You know, and she turned to her and she goes, yeah, he is kind of bad. And all the guys turned to her and, and were like, hey, no, you're not allowed to make fun of him. We are. He's our thing. And, you know, just completely gave her the, the lack of a better word, stink eye that she would have given them for, you know, liking something. But it was, you know, I thought there's little moments like that that still keep, you know, keep it going. My hope is that the last episode they'll – or the last few episodes, the girls will completely embrace My that. hope is that the last episode, Les Moonves comes out and just goes, thank God this is over. Because <laughs> I'm paying like $10 million an episode for this BS. I mean, that's this is this is definitely a decision that CBS is super happy about. When they... Um, well, it's because of uh, Jim Parsons. He wanted... He, he, yeah. He wants well, they, to... When CBS got rid of two broke girls. Right. That's exactly what I said at the time. Was, this is a massively expensive show now. 
And so if you're CBS and you're going, we're seeing diminishing returns on sitcoms, why are we paying more than a million dollars for a half hour? Yeah. You know, a Big Bang but, Theory show in, 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 in all actuality, that half hour probably cost them nearly a million dollars. Oh, but they're making they're talking, that back real easy. With that's still $22 million a year you're paying out for Big Bang Theory. And you're, you're, as you're seeing the market that you want that pays for advertising is not paying for 50 to 60 year olds. And the people that are watching Big Bang Theory continue to get older as the seasons get older. I would always guarantee you that demographic has grown up with the show. And you're sure. not seeing new people that are jumping into it in that. They're, no, they're that, waiting that, for that, Magnum P.I. and uh, Murphy Brown. Well, CBS owns its own its own bed. It knows yeah. what it's doing. It's like we're going to market it and we're going to get the money that we can from insurance companies and health companies and car companies. But we're not getting we're not getting money from electronics companies. We're not getting money from the companies that are selling stuff to quote unquote kids, right? Young intellectual, whatever. They're not getting that advertising. That's not there. It's not on TV anymore. That's the other problem. Oh, sure. That 18 to 34 demographic has cut the cord a long time ago. Yeah. And you're looking at an entire generation now. You know, we're talking about, you've seen kids now that are six, seven years old. They've never had cable or satellite in their home. Mm-hmm. They've only had apps. Because it's expensive, too. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, but the, the people who started the, cutting the, the apps cord. Are, the apps know. are getting to be just as the same price. No, I, wonder, I know. I wonder who said that a long time ago. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that idea of traditional TV, we're watching right. it deteriorate oh, yeah. before our eyes. Yeah. And something like CBS is looking at it and going, we're not sure what the heck to do. I mean, look at their streaming service. Their streaming right. service is, even out, is already outdated because it's like, well, we're sort of doing this sort of thing and we don't know what it, it's the music industry all over again where the music is like digital's not doing anything digital's not doing anything. Digital. how much did apple make crap everyone's just stealing it now oh okay right. well that's great what are we doing we we're gonna make a station called spotify where we give away all our music and hope somebody figures out how to monetize it wait beyonce made how much off of one single on apple that's more than you know our yeah, whole library is doing or just listen to it on spotify yeah um no, I mean, I, I yeah, Big Bang Theory. I, I enjoy the show. I think it's you know, it's it's weird that it is ending with Jim Parsons one saying that I want to leave when he's doing the he does a voiceover for. I don't know voiceover. He doesn't have to really put much into it. Probably it. takes him less than an hour. Yeah, to do the entire season. Yeah, but he does it for you know, uh, especially for the character that he knows Sheldon. very well. So. You know, it's not. It's not like he has well, to go in and go. Give him... I gotta find. I gotta find Sheldon's voice again. You know, he just walks in. It's it's Krusty the Clown. Right. Yeah, he just walks in. They give him. The, you know, he gets. A, gets Let's get this done. Hey, hey, we're talking toxic. Bada bing, bada boom. That's how you do it. Okay, Krusty, we're ready. What the? Anybody else got anything? Any news? Anything? Nope. Nope. Quiz knows rats. Quiz knows rats. <laughs> Sponge monkeys, whatever they were. I think we are going to get a new uh, theme song in the next few weeks. Quizner's Rat song. That's going to be Chris. We yes. are not the Huns. <laughs> Listening to this show is barbaric. We are not the Huns. <laughs> All right, oh. so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show. And, and you'll see something once every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no. And I'll post like four times in one day and that did. Not we are on Twitter months. at Nerdable, or Nerdables. No, wait. I said Twitter. <laughs> at Nerdable Show on Twitter. <laughs> We're at, at Nerdables on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, there we go. Just look up Nerdables. Go to your AOL home page and put in keyword Nerdables. Go type into Ask Jeeves. And... Wow, that's pretty Keyword. Good. I remember that. That used to be the big thing. 
You had to put in the keyword to try and find what you were looking for. <laughs> See, then, then San Diego Comic-Con would have one hell of a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Keyword Comic-Con. What? Salt Lake? I thought it was in San Diego. I'll just go to Salt Lake City. What, I can't drink anything? No? Oh, okay. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. We will talk to you next week. I don't know why my hands are flopping all over the place. Because you're funny.